0: Welcome back. I'm Lee Lonsberry. It wrapped up just a short time ago. The Senate Committee on the Judiciary, the Judiciary Committee, hosted a hearing, it called Breaking the News, Censorship Suppression in the 2020 Election. Here's how the next half hour is going to go. I'm going to walk through some of the back and forth between Utah Senator Mike Lee, who has a position on this Judiciary Committee, and the leaders of Twitter Twitter and facebook jack dorsey and mark zuckerberg respectively now interestingly uh google was left out of this conversation the past few hearings that we have seen along these lines it has been these two gentlemen jack dorsey and mark zuckerberg and also the uh the alphabet ceo anyway uh not a part of this conversation i guess uh but again breaking the news censorship suppression in the 2020 election We're going to walk through much of what uh, was said, uh, what has been said in this hearing. We're going to look at some of the context. Uh, I'm going to share with you a story of the uh, U.S. Customs and Border Protection Commissioner. Uh, Yeah, a gentleman named Mark Morgan had a fleet of his uh, flagged. Senator Lee speaks with... Uh, Jack Dorsey of Twitter about that tweet specifically, so we'll get those uh, details and then what I'm going to do is uh, after after the the one o'clock news I'm going to open the phone lines uh, as we've been doing a lot lately, and can I just say I am so grateful and it's such a pleasure to have you on the line just to chat, shoot the breeze back and forth uh, they, they asked me to do two and a half hours worth of talking each day and uh, for you to pitch in and give me a little break. it is a wonderful, wonderful relief. And uh, what you bring to these conversations is invaluable. It, it shouldn't just be uh, me. the The show is called Live Mike, and you and I share this Live mic. So we're going to open up the phones. I'm going to ask a few questions. First off, uh, are you frustrated with social media companies as you you know navigate? Maybe you're looking for uh, pictures of your grandkids or your cousin or something like that, uh, and you are maybe bombarded with some of this political stuff. You know, either links to stories from here or there, or Uh, you know, political views shared by whoever. Anyway, uh, I'd like to talk to you about your experience with social media over the past number of months. You know, as we have approached and now passed this uh, giant election, uh, what was your experience like? Do you feel that your interaction with social media influenced the votes that you cast? And then, an all-important question, what do you hope social media is like after this is all behind us let's let's say it's it's January 21st what do you hope what do you hope social media looks like then? I'll, I'll ask all those questions again. I'll open up the phone lines and you and I can have a chance to, to walk through all that but what I want to do now is uh, share with you a bit of what Mike Lee Senator Mike Lee had to ask during uh, the, the hearing this morning and more importantly I want you to hear how the heads of these massive social media companies responded Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, the uh, CEOs of Facebook and Twitter, respectively. All right, so to start things off here, uh, Senator Mike Lee, he talked a little bit about uh, what Section 5 is of the Federal Trade Commission Act. Prohibits uh,
1: businesses from engaging in unfair or deceptive trade practices. Compliance with this particular law requires that there be some consistency between what a company represents – as their practices and their products and, and what they actually are. In other words, you, you can't sell one thing and provide another under the guise of providing something different than what's being sold. You,
0: you may ask yourself, why, why, you know, why are we talking about the Trade Commission Act? And if you can remember, uh, both in public statements he's made, some writings and conversations that I've had with Senator Lee on these airwaves, uh, looking at the business practices of uh, Facebook and Twitter and the like uh, through the lens of say antitrust laws and uh, and different trade commission acts as you see here uh, is something that uh, that that he spends a good deal of time on and I applaud him for it uh, in part because th- this is a kind of a delicate conversation to have you know Facebook and Twitter you know they exist you know kind of privately right? And you and I are able to opt in or out of our usage of these two social media outlets. You know, no one is compelled to do anything, and because that freedom exists, and uh, Senator Lee is, uh, you know, typically a freedom loving individual, uh, I, I have always wondered what, why his fixation. I understand it here. He continues by going over what the social media platforms have represented.
1: Both Twitter and Facebook represent and have represented for years, to their users, their customers, that they take a neutral approach to election content moderation. However, as we've heard today, and as we will continue to hear today, and into the foreseeable future, uh, there are instances in which your platforms are taking a very distinctively partisan approach.
0: How about you? Have you experienced something similar? Have you been able to, in your usage of social media during this campaign season and now in the wake of the election, have you observed what the senator there is describing? Have you had maybe posts of your own uh, flagged or taken down for any, any reason? We'll talk about it uh, here shortly, but let me give you some examples. Here uh, next in this hearing, Senator Lee talked about how the head of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, uh, Mark Morgan, had a tweet that was flagged. We're going to hear from the senator in just a second, plus uh, he'll read uh, the commissioner's tweet. But it was a fascinating thing that took place uh, about six weeks ago or so when the, uh, the commissioner there... He had a tweet. It was then not just taken down, but the entire profile, the social media profile and handle of the Customs and Border Protection commissioner was locked. They locked his entire account, and it was under the grounds of, quote, violating its policies on hate speech. What's that all about? Well, here, uh, Senator Lee describes it, and then we'll read uh, verbatim the tweet before he gives the CEO of Twitter a chance to respond.
1: Commissioner Morgan's tweet His comments about the border wall violated Twitter platform rules governing what it calls hateful conduct. Now, I've read the offending post, and the offending post from Commissioner Mark Morgan reads as follows. At CBP and the Army Corps of Engineers, continue to build new wall every day. Every mile helps us stop gang members, murderers, sexual predators, and drugs from entering our country.
0: It's a
1: fact. Walls work.
0: So that was the that was the tweet by Mark Morgan, Commissioner of the U.S. Customs and Border Protection. Here is Senator Lee's now question to Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey.
1: Mr. Dorsey, can you tell me in one sentence what exactly is hateful about Commissioner Morgan's tweet that I just read?
0: And Jack Dorsey's response here.
1: Well, we evaluated this tweet again, and we found that we were wrong. Um, that was a mistake, and it was due to the fact that we had heightened awareness uh, around government accounts during this time. So that was a mistake. We reverted it.
0: Do you think that there are too many mistakes for it to be a coincidence? There was this mistake here. There was what uh, Mr. Dorsey himself has explained as a mistake in censoring the dissemination of a post uh, put up by uh, the New York Post. That the one, of course, uh, surrounding Hunter Biden's laptop. We won't get into the details of that, but uh, it was a a mistake, nonetheless, as explained by Jack Dorsey. How many mistakes is too many? How many mistakes goes beyond coincidental and turns into a, a pattern of behavior? What's been your observation? Are you frustrated with social media companies? Do you feel like certain opinions are being oppressed? What was your experience on social media during the election? I want to hear from you. The number is 801 575 8255. 801 KSL Talk. Give me a call. Let's talk about social media. I want to hear from you next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. It was, it was the spring of 2006 when i first joined facebook i had just come off of serving 2 years as a missionary for the church of jesus christ of latter day saints and i had been home for a few days and i was reconnecting with some friends of mine who i hadn't seen well for those full 2 years and i was uh, visiting a friend of mine in a college dormitory and she said she said uh, hey do you know about do you know about facebook are you on facebook yet i had never heard of it no what's facebook well the, there's this like, there's this like Harvard guy and he wanted to like do this and that and he wanted to have like a directory of all the people he went to school with and and now there are colleges all around the country uh, that you know if, you, if your college participates, then you can sign up with a college email address and you're, and you're on Facebook and you have like a, a profile and your picture is there and it, it shows your relationship status. And you can post a few pictures, and it's it's a ton of fun. It's a good way to connect and see who, who who's out there. And so uh, I was myself just on the kind of on the eve of returning to a, a college campus myself for my own studies. And I thought, hmm, that sounds all right. Sign me right up. And so it was. Uh, Carly was her name, that friend of mine, who set me up on Facebook for the very first time. And honestly, I have enjoyed every one of the 14 years since. I have used it to keep up with friends like Carly and others I went to high school with. And as I uh, spent some years in college, developed some friendships there, we now maintain those friendships via Facebook. Uh, You well know, because I rant and rave about it so often, spent some time in Washington, D.C. There, I met a good deal of friends and some colleagues and some uh, acquaintances. Anyway, we have kept in touch via Facebook socially i have family members spread out around the world facebook is how i stay in touch with them now you'll notice i've been talking here for about 3 minutes about my love and affection for facebook and i have not once mentioned i have not once mentioned it as a source of my news or a place where my politics are informed or a place where i communicate anything about politics Facebook changed very dramatically from uh, its, its roots. The, the fundamentals of Facebook changed uh, so dramatically. And I think what we have seen now in this lead up to uh, and now aftermath of the, uh, this presidential election is that this is a relatively new service. It's a relatively new thing that we have uh, been working with for some time, and we don't exactly have it all straightened out. We don't exactly understand or have figured out for ourselves uh, what the best use of of these social media platforms are. I I have spent some time here talking about Facebook, but it's also true of Twitter. Anyway, those are just my musings. I, I've asked to hear from you. Five seven five eight two five five is the number. It's eight zero one KSL Talk. Uh, how do you uh, view the the current status of social media? Uh, are you frustrated with these companies? Do you feel that certain opinions are being oppressed? Yeah, now that we're in the era of sharing our politics on social media. And what was your experience on social media during the election? And what do you hope to be your experience in the post-election era? Uh, Going to the phone, Scott from Ogden calls us. Scott, sir, how are you? Good, thank you. Tell me what's on your mind.
2: Well, I, I find Senator Lee's approach to this really, frankly, quite
0: tedious. You know, as soon as this guy uh, doesn't like something on social media, he decides to go after him. You know, the truth is you don't have to use them. I use them all the time. I sort out what I want, and I look at it, and then I put it aside. Uh, You know, back in the old days of newspapers, newspapers could choose what they published and didn't. If you wrote a letter and they didn't like the letter, they wouldn't publish it. You know, they're privately owned, and uh, I think Senator Lee should uh, recognize that. And just let them live. Yeah, you, thank you, Scott, for the call. You bring up a, a good point, point. and as I have, you know, kind of come become more familiar with Senator Lee's attitudes uh, regarding these platforms, my my instinct was to think exactly along those lines. You know, it's a it's an opt in service. You know, uh, back in two thousand six, when I signed up for my my first Facebook account, no one had a gun to my head that day. It was something I chose to do, and at every step along the way since then, uh, I have had the ability to, you know, to take it down if I wanted. I've had a few occasions where you do uh, what do you call it a social media fast. Uh, I'm not so good at that, but I've given it a shot. I've gone a couple days, gone a couple days, and in the aftermath of this election, I am seriously, I'm not going to take down the the account. I I, I genuinely love. And, and, and feel so enriched by the connections that it facilitates and the way that I'm able to keep in touch with uh, friends and loved ones and past coworkers. workers uh, Facebook is a remarkable service and has much to offer. Uh, sa- same with Twitter. Uh, but I, I may I think in an effort to uh, you know kind of uh, purge myself of some of this uh, political nonsense, I may uh, I may take a, a little bit of a break, at least for my personal uh, Facebook stuff. Anyway, uh, what do you think? 57500, five, zero, zero, that's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. James is on the line, uh, wants to weigh in on all this social media stuff. James, what do you say?
2: Uh, my name is James, and I've been on social media.
0: Say, say that again. Five years old. Say that again. Our connection broke up a bit.
2: I am. My name is James, and I've never been on social media.
0: Why have you, why have you made that decision?
2: Uh, Because years ago, I asked my wife uh, to put me on Facebook as a family account, and she explained to me that that's not how Facebook works. And uh, so I said, well, that's crazy, and I just decided never to go on it. And uh, I'm currently 45 years old and a veteran, and I I just don't have a need for it. And so far, I think I've been lucky.
0: Yeah, I, I think that your uh, that your course of action, your decision here to abstain from social media, I think that puts you in a in a, in a minority. Do you ever feel like you're missing out on anything?
2: Uh, no, because I try to, I try to listen to good talk shows like this one. That's the and, way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. And I just yeah, no worries. And uh, I try to get my information from you know a a non-biased or at least as least biased as possible when I'm dealing with having to make major decisions in my life.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, let me ask you this: You've heard me explaining, you know, some of what I get out of uh, social media. I try to shy away from uh, using it as a news source. I, I try not to gather too much, uh, you know, like political information from there. But I use it as a tool to uh, to stay in touch with, uh, you know, with past friends and uh, family members. Do, do you think you have uh, systems in, in your life set up so you're able to maintain those relationships? Uh,
2: not a, probably not as well as what you have, but I, I believe that. In the essence of all ideas, that's a great idea to have connected with others, especially from a distance. And I think that that's great. And I don't have a problem with that either. It's just... We as humans take everything to the next level when there's something great that is
0: handed to us. That's exactly the way I look at it. I wish that there was some way that I could separate from these social media deals uh, what it is that I find so cherishing and praiseworthy and just uplifting to me personally uh, from what is a good deal of nonsense. Anyway, uh, James, I'm late for the commercial break. I've enjoyed this conversation. Thanks for listening, uh, and congratulations to you uh, for, for abstaining from social media. I, I admire that. Uh, I don't think I can unring the bell myself, but uh, but I do admire what, you, what the life that you're living, sir. And thank you for your service. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break right now. When we return, as you well know, uh, Congressman Ben McAdams has conceded uh, the race to represent Utah's 4th congressional district. The next congressman representing uh, Utah's 4th will be Burgess Owens. I want to walk through some of the details of his concession and some thoughts I'd like to share with Congressman McAdams next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.